face at St. Mark's Gospel as it reaches its climax. Jesus and his apostles are relaxing on the Mount of Olives overlooking Jerusalem. They had just finished a busy day teaching and contending with the rabbis in the temple. Jesus knows that the culmination of his earthly mission is drawing near. His passion and crucifixion will take place in just a few days. It's important for us to keep this in mind when we hear his teaching and as we approach the conclusion of another liturgical year. In the context of his teaching, he takes advantage of a comment by his disciples about the beauty of the Jewish temple. And in this context, he points out to them the passing nature of all worldly glories. We can picture him explaining these coming events, seeing them unfold in his mind as the disciples wonder exactly what he means. He speaks of these future events with a sureness and a clarity that we've come to expect. But these details must have been frightening as the disciples heard them for the first time. If we listen to these words as if we were hearing them for the first time, like the disciples, we can better understand the sense of urgency that those first Christians had about spreading the gospel. The Lord is speaking about the end of history as if it's right around the corner. And it is in one sense. We know all for sure that life is short. And Jesus wants us to keep this in mind as we live our faith and take serious our call to be faithful. Right before the words of today's passage, our Lord explained himself. I have forewarned you of everything, he emphasized. Be watchful. Jesus wants us to know what the future holds. He tells his apostles that this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. And what did he mean when he said this? There are several things for us to pay attention to here. The first is that our Lord is predicting the destruction of the city of Jerusalem. The disciples would witness this in 70 AD. Jesus was warning them that the days when the Roman army laid siege to Jerusalem would be filled to the brim with horrific suffering. More than a million Jews died in that final rebellion and siege. Many of them died from starvation. Only about 30,000 survived, according to Josephus, the historian. Jesus knew that this was going to happen and that it somehow fit into his plan of salvation. Then he goes on to describe those days using another kind of language. The sun darkened, the moon going out, stars falling and heaven shaken, the Son of Man coming on clouds, angels gathering the chosen from the ends of the earth. This is the language used by the prophets when they spoke of the end of the Old Covenant and the establishment of the promised Messianic Kingdom. We heard the same language in our first reading from Daniel. It will be the visible sign that the New Covenant has fulfilled and replaced the Old Covenant. The apostles and the church 
are to be messengers of the end times. And Jesus will come again to administer the final judgment, to banish evil forever, and to recreate the heavens and the earth. Finally, Jesus' predictions of suffering and hardship also apply as a kind of pattern for what will continue to happen throughout the age of the church till the culmination of all history. The apostles did not know the exact day or hour that Jerusalem would be destroyed. But they did know because Jesus told them that before it happened, the church would spread throughout the world and they would suffer persecution and rejection. The sequence of events, the spread of the church, persecution, and then the destruction of Jerusalem is a pattern that outlines what will happen throughout the age of the church. The church will continue to spread all over the globe. It will experience periods of intense persecution and suffering. And then at the end, the fallen world will be destroyed to make room for the new and everlasting heaven and earth. Just as the apostles didn't know the exact day or hour of the destruction of Jerusalem, we do not know the exact time when our earthly lives will end, nor do we know when Jesus will wrap up human history as a whole. The lesson that Jesus wants his apostles to learn is this. Live with clear awareness that this life is a time for mission, not for idleness, not for indulgence. And the same applies equally to all Christians at all times. This time in the church year calls our attention to making God and his mission our highest priority. And so, we must be watchful, pray, seek holiness, and share our faith.